Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Your Project Shepherd Construction Podcast. My name is Curtis Lawson with Shepherd Construction Advisors, and along with my industry expert friends, I am here to guide you through these four key components of a successful project, which are demonstrated by this simple drawing of a house. The foundation is proper planning. The left wall is your team, the right wall is communication, and the roof is proper execution. Have all four of these components in place and your project will succeed. Whether you're building or remodeling a custom home, or if you're an architect or designer looking for inspiration, or maybe you're just interested in building science and high-performance construction, you're in the right place. And now, let's get to today's interview. Well, hey, welcome back to this episode of the Your Project Shepherd podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Curtis Lawson, and sitting beside me is uh, the Tonto to my Lone Ranger. That's right. Uh, Toner Kirsting. I'm back. I took a hiatus. We After summer, I needed to like get reset, and I'm so happy to be back. This is awesome. You can call me Kimo Sabe if you Kimo, want. I could, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what he says all the time. All right. All the time. Yeah. That's and funny. I pick up the phone. And so <laughs> sitting across from us uh, here with uh, Slabshire, we've got Adrian Voik. Did yep. I say that? Right. You did get it right. All right. And it. Kurt Kripner. That's correct. Yeah. Who, who has the second best name in the room. There you go. That's all right. I'll take that. That's all right. <laughs> so uh, which one of you used Tonto? Which one's the Lone Ranger? Or, or who's Kimosabe over here? Uh, well, he always, every time I call him, he goes, Kimosabe. <laughs> so I guess I I'm Kimosabe. <laughs> awesome. So like I said, uh, Adrian and Kurt are with Slabshire. And uh, we're here to talk today about uh, foundation monitoring, foundation repair. So as we, as we kind of get this conversation kicked off. Why don't you guys just tell us, uh, first of all, about uh, Slabshire, the history of Slabshire, yeah. and then how you guys came together and what your roles are in the company. Sure. The, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start that off. The uh, Thank you for, for having us, first of all. Sure. The, uh, excited to be here. Uh, Toner passed on a, uh, saw, I saw a link on LinkedIn. So Got to get check, check this out. And uh, yeah, it's exciting to be here. Uh, so Slabshire, what we are, is, well, the company is Steadfast Foundation Technologies. Our brand is Slabshire. Uh, and what we do is we monitor foundations for movement, pretty much anything that moves. It can be uh, commercial. It can be residential. We focus on residential. And the way that we do that is uh, with sensor technology like this. I'm sure we'll get into that. But it's, it's sensors that are mounted 10 feet apart uh, on a tube or wraps around the house. You never see it. What the homeowner sees is they see the status of the foundation just like a check engine light, and uh, it sees that everything's okay, or there's some reason to uh, to intervene. And uh, what the resellers, which are typically foundation repair companies, what they see is they see the why. They see all the data they can plug in all remotely. They can see exactly what's happening. They have true diagnostic tool to help figure out what's going on so they can provide a good solution. Uh, to help maintain that foundation and keep it flat forever. How long has it been around? The company was started in 2017. Uh, it, uh, I'm, my background is oil and gas. And so I had an aha moment in, the, in 2001 or so. Uh, my brother was building a house, or not building, sorry. He bought a, a house not far from here in Meyerland. Uh, and uh, he closed on his house, and it was within a few weeks uh, they saw this water outside the front yard and like, what's going on? 
And they had it inspected and all that kind of stuff. And uh, what they discovered was a giant washout under his house. I yeah. Mean, big enough mm. to put a, a Volkswagen bus in. <laughs> Gigantic, oh right? Major foundation issue. I was building a house in the Woodlands at the same time on some acreage. Uh, and, uh, you know, so when you're out there, you're, you're the one doing everything. It was a custom home. And... Uh, we had soil brought in, and there was a huge difference between the soils. They miscalculated how much soil needed to be bring in to get the elevation right. Said so dark brown over here and light brown over there. I was like, well, that's odd. That's going to be a problem. I don't want to have a fault line running through my house. Well, in in oil and gas, we were building tools uh, for intervention, right? So you have an oil well that's thirty thousand feet away. Yeah, monitoring what's underground is super important with yeah, oil and gas. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. and so you have thirty thousand feet of uh, of casings. What it is, just a big pipe. Oil's coming out. Well, if that oil gets blocked because of soil movement, mm-hmm. right? The the earth moves. It can pinch off it doesn't have to be complete restriction but you can't get the tools in and out anymore yeah and so we uh, that's what i was doing i was designing tools for oil and gas and uh, and running those tools and you know commercializing technology i thought holy cow you know we always start with a problem well defined we always monitor those oil wells in 3d right we know how it's moving up down left right we can see where those pinch points are because we have baseline data right when the well was drilled we stop every every joint or every every 10 meters or 30 feet, depending on how it's done, but they stop and take readings. It's like, you know, we can do that at 30,000 feet. Why can't I measure my house that's literally standing in front of me and standing still? Yeah. Right? It doesn't move, right? I know more information about a 1990 car than yeah. uh, that's going down the highway than I do about this stationary object. And I had this aha moment. So, you know, it's about measuring. And, um, and three inches in the ground is a lot better than 30,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. The, uh, so we ended up, uh, you know, we, we said, all right, there's got to be a better way. And, uh, you know, we, we've stumbled and my wife watched me turn our garage into a giant lab and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I found my passion. I found what I was looking for. And, uh, you know, and then later on, we, uh, I was very lucky to find Kurt, um, uh, Kurt's a sales guru, and uh, he he's you know he's killing it in a totally different way, and we say hey we need sales, and uh, you know so I just really reached out for an opinion, and uh, he said, dude that's amazing, I think I'd like to invest in this, and I said like, well we yeah I mean it was it was easy for me I mean I you know my my background is in athletics and aviation and technology and things like that you know software sales back in the day, and nothing that really I really didn't have a lot of passion for any kind of construction technology data you know whatever and adrian came up to me and we do a little poker party with our neighbors at once a month so it's a great little little uh, networking cool i'll see you you next month that's absolutely are you good i do you know what no we're always looking for we're we're always looking for more donors you have to always tell them you're not good that's right yeah it sucks we're we're looking for more donors so you're more than welcome to come but anyway but when he came up to me and said hey man i wanted to talk to you about what i'm doing and I won't reiterate everything we just heard, but he told me all about it. And I was like, and, and every time I hear an idea, I, I like to put myself in the in the same shoes as a potential consumer. Mm-hmm. Like, would I want this for me? Because if I don't say yes, then I don't want a part of it. Why would I have no passion behind it? If I believe in it, I'm all in. So I was like, why, why wouldn't anybody want this? Why would they not want a check engine light for their house? They have check engine lights for their car. And the house is a little more expensive than a car typically. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you want to make sure that's healthy? And if it's not quite right, 
I need an expert to come out here and check it out and go, ah, you know what? I'm sure I'm glad you got this warning light here. You're about to have a big problem. But for now, you just need a little French drain here. You need to re, you know, set your irrigation uh, timing and this and that. And I think we're going to be able to save you a lot of money. Like, that makes sense. Um, so I was like, I'm in. I mean, it makes too much sense. So I actually became an investor as well as, uh, you know, helping on the sales side of things to keep the messages simple, clear, clean. You know, Adrian is an amazingly smart guy and he invented this, but he was like, you know what? Sometimes my engineer talk tracks may not resonate with everybody. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm okay with the dumb it down thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, and, and that's a 12 step I, program for this. So, <laughs> so, we, so be, seriously though, because yeah. of that, we make a really great team and we have other people behind us that are yeah. awesome, very smart technology guys that have developed uh, what he's talking about today. Um, so we're very excited about the team we have, but it's a, it's a, it's like a little family, but the, reaching out to the reselling market, the repair companies, the big, huge foundation companies that you guys have, have heard that we've uh, partnered with already, you know, those are the experts for the clientele that really does need this and the clientele that's really going to desire this mm -hmm. once they hear, hear more about it because it just makes complete sense. Uh, so anyway. I think so this is really about about gathering data and monitoring data, right? Like, yeah. you're, like you're not going to fix the foundation with it. It, it, it. It's just getting the alert that there's something going on that we need to look at and it's, 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 it's setting a baseline and then evaluating, Hey, where are we at today based on that baseline that we set? Right. Well, and I'll yeah, was, that's right. And I'll say this, you know, Adrian and I met a long time ago, we were running in the, in a similar circuit at the GHBA. Um, and I was always really curious about what he did. And, and I love to, we dive into these really technical conversations about it and I totally see the benefit of it. And it was interesting when we were first, pitching it towards the homeowner or the end user, it was a lot of data that I would see maybe misinterpreted. And that's a challenge because I get hired to come in and diagnose why is this foundation doing this when no one else can figure it out. Yep. And I have homeowners who produce these big spreadsheets. I've been taking all these measurements and I'm like, but uh, where are those measurements from? Like, well, I, I took yeah. it from, from the soil. I'm like, from the soil? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's your baseline? So yeah. it was just, an, um, I had to always <clears throat> overcome the wrong, the right information in the wrong hand. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so when I spoke with Adrian really early this year and I found out, okay, now this is going through the resale market, yeah. those folks are the right information in the right hand. Exactly. They know what it means. Now, if that is, you know, a thousand points of information, but the end user sees four points of information that, hey, we're doing okay, or mm -hmm. something slightly out of skew, they get to trust that the right expert is already reviewing that. And there is something, the ounce of provision, you know, worth a pound of cure. So I'm from Dallas, which, yeah. and, and oh. actually in my first business, my the, the, build, the first building I ever bought was in Irving, Texas. That is a horrible foundation location. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a big clay pot yeah. and it's yeah. atrocious. Mm. And the amount of time that we took managing through that, um, had we known earlier that our, our foundation was becoming deficient, we could have made small moves instead of technically mega moves that we had to make. Mm -hmm. And I saw millions of, or not millions, excuse me, thousands of houses that had to deal with that. So it, normally you start with a repair. I need three peers. I need 10 peers. But if you did those repairs and then had Slapshire on top of it, you'd be able to identify when the other side of the house 
starts to become deficient, which is seesawing repairs and foundations is a real thing. Yep. You solidify mm -hmm. a third of it, it is going to apply that pressure to the other two thirds that are now less deficient. Yep. So, but we would know, okay, now this back left corner is our next area that we're going to see. And, and a good slab person will be able to identify that that's probably the most likely next location. Yep. And then when you have cracks, I'm dealing with one in Wimberley this week, this week. So we will be most, I've already, I've already told them about y'all's product. This is going to happen. Yep. I just need to know who's the guy in Wimberley that yeah. does this, but I have a midline crack. Yeah. So I have a rise right in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's yeah. really, really early. And the reason why we know is they did hollow tile installation. So that was the okay. first sign. Yeah. In the middle yeah. of the night, here's, it sounds like China is breaking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pop. <laughs> it's, it's like, like this. And yep. I'm like, you, it's, it's going. Yeah. I don't know when. Right now, you have a tile job. But we need to get a monitor on this, and we need to know when you're going to need that other thing. And the house is only six years old. Yep. Mm. So he's like, is this part of my structural warranty? And I'm like, there's a gray area in the structural yeah. warranty that pertains to foundations. And the reason why it's gray is no one's been able to definitively define if that failure is related to the time of construction. Mm -hmm. um, or maintenance. Or, or yeah. maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Normally it. what you blow off. Yeah. Or yeah. they say, hey, well, when we gave you the house, you didn't have nine pole, you know, nine feet of mulch in your in, in exactly. system, all these other things. Right. So I think it's going to bring some clarity. In. I mean, we yeah. didn't put the no, gutters, gutters in. It's yeah. always, oh, well, you never well, added and, gutters. And, and that, yeah, that yeah, brings yeah. up a good point. Once in a while, you know, while we're, you know, <laughs> explaining how this works with reselling market and even some consumers here and they're like, well, you know, I have a, got a warranty on my foundation. Why do I need this? I'm like, do you want, <laughs> do you want to claim a warranty? You, yeah. Because yeah. when you're claiming, there's a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. You've already got a cracked house. Mm -hmm. Now you got to prove a point to a company that doesn't want to pay it. You have to prove that you watered your yard properly and all this and that. And now it becomes a legal battle. Do you want to claim that? So it's like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have, you know, hopefully all have health, health insurance. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, because you have health insurance and your copay is only 30 bucks when you go to the doctor, do you want to not put your seatbelt on? Because if you get in a wreck, you're covered. Yeah. Absolutely not. You're going to still drive safe, hopefully. Yeah. You're going to still protect yourself. You don't want to claim insurance claims because that means you're hurt. Yeah. yeah. Let's the, not get there. The foundation warranty currently in the marketplace is one of the few things that's worse than a mattress warranty or a tire warranty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it's interesting. Yeah, exactly. you say that. We uh, obviously we we know the people in the in the warranty mm -hmm. industry as well, right? And Greater Houston Builder Association. Yeah. Through them, there's a huge network of people in the insurance uh, side and the warranties, right? Yes. And uh, we looked at it and the amount of money that it is actually spent on one of those warranties as you know right you're a builder you, you yeah. know what these uh, what those things cost you just kind of wonder what's really being covered in that mm -hmm. there's and you know the reality is is that when you find a deficiency meaning that we had to pay something out you you write that out right yeah. and because we we don't want to do that and and that's really where we see an opportunity here is that we are a data company we're not the foundation repair company, mm -mm. right? We provide the information to reduce risk in the long term. That's what this is about, is per using data, just like the check engine light right, comes out. And that's what changed for us. At World of Concrete, we uh, we launched this totally different approach and said, are we, No, are real, no real fast. World of Concrete is not an amusement park. 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. World of Concrete. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, World of Concrete's a show that uh, goes on in, in Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, typically in January. We're going to be there again this uh, this next year. It was a huge hit for us. Big and annual the, trade show. Big, biggest concrete-related trade show in the world. Yeah. I, I, yeah. What I'm told is the biggest show, period. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I could be. I don't know if they measure it by weight or whatever. <laughs> by weight, for sure. Concrete's heavy. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, exactly. But the uh, but anyway, you get out there, and it's, uh, it's an amazing amazing show. We, in January, we said, all right, we need to test this reseller model because we, we had a Shopify website. People could buy the product directly. Homeowner could buy it. Mm. And, uh, and what we, we had some foundation repair companies said, we're interested in this, but not if you put the price out there. Yeah. And so, well, okay, I get that because then it, it, there's a threshold, right? So yeah. how much we didn't want to charge. compete with our partners. No, so yeah, we just exactly. completely made it only them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and what we realized as well is, you know, light bulb, you know, you listen to the customer and it's, it's amazing what happens when you do, right? Mm. The customer was telling us that, you know, Hey, we're going to ask questions and questions and questions and questions and questions and never actually buy. Right. And, even if they did, they didn't have the solution. It was still just a check engine light. There wasn't a partner in there. And that's when we realized that World of Concrete and the, and the reseller in particular, when they are a foundation repair company, now when the check engine light comes on, there's somebody there to help. Yes. Right. And we partnered. We, we are now very selective with who we pick. We pick the top of the market only. We want to have exclusive markets for them. We recognize that those resellers want to get a return on their in marketing investment. And ultimately, the homeowners want to know that when they use this product as part of a repair or maybe preventive, that there's somebody there to back them up that says, all right, it turned yellow. Now what? And I think those resellers that use this, they have to be very confident in the quality of the work that they provide because this yes. is this is testing themselves. If, if they do a bad job, it will show up in the numbers. Yep. And that's the only person you really want to work with anyways. Exactly. Yep. So, and that's going to ultimately, that's going to lead to a better business model for them and for the clients versus a lot of the other foundation repair folks that are just trying to get that one-time revenue and hope yeah. that and say see you right. later, and they'll never talk to them again. Yeah, yeah. and right. I think and and indirectly the 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 real pro of the monitoring being left behind after a repair isn't necessarily. I'm sure the repairs 99 percent of the time are done perfectly well. Mm -hmm. It's the peace of mind of the other three quarters of the home they could not repair because you can't anticipate a repair. You have to wait till it's broken. Yeah. So this is to ensure it doesn't happen again. And the homeowners obviously snake bit now. They're like, oh, my God, am I on vulnerable ground? Um, you know, what's going to be next? What if the freeze happens now and a Hurricane Harvey comes again? And they're scared. This is going to make sure that at minimum you might have some minimal repairs, but it's not going to be a disaster again. And in, yeah. I know there's a stat out there, and, and Adrian, you may know that's the stat, but – uh, and for every foundation that receives a repair, there is a very high likelihood it will need another second or third repair. You have a compromised situation, not necessarily that the slab is compromised, but the earth doesn't like this slab being here, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. normally a reaction to Mother Earth. If it was a mechanical failure because of installation, that appears really, really early. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, it's funny you say that. The It's a complex world, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's you, you take readings 
you know, soil samples, I'm sure when you do a custom home, you require a certain number of soil samples, right? Yeah. Probably for your insurance companies and all that. Well, the city yeah, requires exactly. it, the foundation company requires it, the structural engineer requires it, yeah. Exactly. And, and but the spacing of that and picking the right place, right, it matters, right? If they just pulled out a tree, right, it's going to affect your reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a house just four houses down from ours that they literally cleared the entire lot in the neighborhood and they didn't want to haul the trees away. So what did they do? Yeah, so they dig a trench, <laughs> throw them in there, burn them, and there's a house. Hey, let's build, build a house that's here. That's fun. That's great. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's also a nice termite farm they just stuck under their oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. and, you know, and, and look, it's a complex world. And, and we, we don't claim to have all the answers. What we can do is we can tell you, we can tell you when you need to start looking. Right, mm-hmm. right, and that's that's the key. Is it's just like the check engine light that uh, Kurt, you know, came up with the idea. It's like this is a check engine light for yeah. your home, and it's true, right? It's when the check engine light goes on in your car, you're not saying, "Oh, this is the pinpointed problem." No, I need an expert to come in and take a look. And I think that's crucial to make sure that people out there listening, whether you're a reselling potential partner of ours or a homeowner, the homeowner's doesn't probably and is not going to get detailed data. They're going to get a light. Yeah. They're going to look at their app or their debt notification, and it'll say your home status is now yellow. Mm-hmm. Call your reseller today. And, you know, it might be call Atlas or ABC but company. Atlas whatever. gets that information too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So they the, the companies yeah. like them that, that have this dashboard, you know, I always picture, you know, and, and you can be the proactive mechanics. We don't have proactive mechanics. Like you were saying, it's not like a mechanic's calling you saying, hey, Joe, I saw your, your check engine lights on. You need to come in. You might have a transmission problem. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. They're waiting for us to go there. And we still get the warning, but there's still, you have to be the proactive homeowner or car owner to go to that mechanic. Mm -hmm. The, the reselling partner for the homeowner can be the proactive person because let's face it. A lot of us are procrastinating. Oh, I'll do that next week. I'm fine. I can still drive the car. It's fine. But in this case, they can be proactive. Hey, I saw the check engine lights on, on your house. The slab share monitoring system showing something. I think there's something in the Northwest corner of your home. Uh, can we come out there tomorrow about 10 o'clock? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even see that. Uh, yeah, come on out. And time is money, right? So they can attach that or attack that problem immediately by being proactive. And what a great service to the customer that you are now a consultative repair company. You're not just the one and done mm-hmm. company. Yeah. And it could be something like very simple that doesn't require, you know, digging things up and adding peers. It could just be, hey, the grading's not good in this area. Uh, it's really saturated. Let's, you know, let's let's put in a French drain. Let's yep. let's let's um, let's get that AC condensate line, prevent that from dripping right there on the corner. Exactly. So it, it gives you the chance to get in there and fix those things before it becomes something where, hey, let's let's break out your concrete inside your house and add yep. a peer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I. I, I, I I wrote this down. Uh, I saw a uh, uh, article in Forbes that said the national average for a foundation repair is like fifty four hundred dollars. That probably includes like pier and beam foundations in yeah. other parts of the country. Here in Houston, in our market, in most markets with slab on grade and uh, clay soils, mm-hmm. that's that's a very cheap foundation repair. I mean, I've seen thirty, forty thousand dollars patching and things like that. That's waterproofing and Absolutely, things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah so, that really changes. So I've seen yeah. thirty, forty thousand dollars foundation repairs on a regular basis in this area. Yep. And, and, and the bottom line is they're expensive. 
they're messy. Like nobody wants to deal with that. Like I've had two done in my house since I've owned it in a 19, 1950s house. And, you know, we're tearing up the hardwoods. There's a jackhammer yeah. running in my house that my wife has to listen to while she's trying to work from home. Yeah. And it's messy. So, um, and some people will choose to move out of the house in the meantime because yeah. they don't want to deal with that. They can't deal with that. Maybe they have a home office and things like that. That's a cost in itself mm-hmm. to have to, you know, re, uh, you know, re-situate your situation. So. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I mean, it's the cost. Let's say it's $30,000 or $20,000. Pick a number. Your cost was a whole lot more than that. Right. When it got done, you had to fix that wood yeah. and you had to fix the, you know, fix the windows and the, the sheetrock and, sheet and everything else. Yeah. yeah. And the big unknown is what is the cost in terms of resale? We've, we've talked to custom builders and uh, said, you know, this is, this is perfect for us when the homeowner wants it. I mean, you talk, put this in front of the homeowner, you know, and they say, would you like a check engine light to make sure this foundation, this multi-million dollar home is going to be stable? Yeah. It's, it's a very, very easy sell. The, if you're trying to sell a home, though, if you have found if foundations come up, pretty much we're told that the deal is over, right? If the if foundation comes up anywhere, they're worried about it, or there's been a repair done, it's like you know what, show me the next house. And that's a required disclosure in the state of Texas. It it's is. on yeah. the seller's disclosure. Have you had foundation repairs? Check. What are they describe? Right. You know, yeah. and right. or if they do buy the house. It's probably a major negotiating tool for the buyer. It All is. All right. Well, you're going to give me a big discount then if you want me to buy this house today. And I would say this is yeah. more relevant for the average home because that is the homeowner that that $10,000 foundation repair is a make or break. It's, it's, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Most likely yeah. not. So if I'm in that market for a $250,000 house and I have to choose between two, one will never know the status of that foundation, and I have this mysterious idea that I might be stuck with a $15,000 repair, or this one that's been monitored for a year and a half, that is a much safer play, even though it's an ugly English tutor, right? Like, but I might. <laughs> I don't know. My wife would draw the line at the ugly English tutor. But you're right. And, and you know, it's funny you say that, Toner. That is something even a new home can't offer. No. Right. Mm-hmm. If you had a year and a half worth of data on that ugly English tutor, home, I wouldn't know compared to and you know that the foundation mm-hmm. is good. Right. You have data that yep. says it's good uh, versus here's a brand new home. Hey, we have a great reputation. We know we do good work. Everybody does good work. Yeah. But you don't know that there's an ash pile underneath your house. Yeah. Right. And the, the builder didn't know. Because it was done by, and the developer doesn't even know. Yep. You know, they have one guy in an office that contracts it out to somebody else, and they they do good work, and it's just hidden. It's hidden from everybody's plain sight. It's plain in plain sight, and but it's unknown. It's real information because otherwise you're hiring a foundation guy to check it, and really their economics is they want to sell a foundation job. Yes, that's Not, right. So they may they going out and getting paid eighty five dollars or a hundred bucks to look at something where you're not going to make a sale. That's not an economic model for any. But Mm -hmm. now this is assured. We know it's there. And I could say if you were going to, if you had a repair done and you wanted to assure the new buyer um, that the house was in good condition, this is the way you assure them. Otherwise you're, even though it's been repaired, you have a compromised sale. Right. So um, why don't you all take a little bit of time because we've been talking about this so well, I can imagine that the listeners like, all right, tell me what this looks like. How does this work? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fair uh, enough. If you don't mind, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll do yeah. it real quick, and then you can yeah. chime in all the details. But hey, uh, so we get to skip the engineering version of this yeah, conversation? Yeah, oh God. Look at that. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll pull out the details if I forget. So why do you think he's here? <laughs> so in, in retrospect, I, this is how I pretty much say it all the time. I mean, you're wrapping a belt around the house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. You're wrapping a belt around the house, a conduit, a tube, whatever you want to call it. There's sensors that are in those tubes every 10 feet. And they're simply, you're, you're literally uh, trenching, s- small trenching. We're talking just a few inches away from the house, from the sod or the grass, a couple of plants, whatever. You just push those things to the side. You're putting your tube around the house, your installers. It's really simple, and we'll get into the details later if we need to. But you're putting this string with that LSA sensors. You're simply just doing screws into the, to the foundation. And that clamp where that screw is, is exactly where the sensor is. So it's truly attached to the home it's not in between the clamps which would be a floating tube which would give you false readings Mm -hmm. right so it's truly attached so it's very simple and you're wrapping that around the house when it's done you're simply you're putting the turf back on top nobody sees the tube right and there's just a little conduit that'll be pulling up pumping up where the the data center if you will of slabshire the little box that's sending the signals to our data farm with all the measurements, uh, data that we need to keep track of. That's pretty much it. And how does it send that signal? Cellular. Cellular. Yeah. Okay. And Adrian, why don't you, yeah. hold, you brought a sample. And, yeah, exactly. And you've got a tube too. Why don't you like hold that up? And, and, and obviously this is a clear tube and you're not using yeah. clear tube in real life, but no, for don't. demonstration purposes, why don't you kind of hold that up and uh, uh, people who are watching the video version of this can, can see what you're talking about. I mean, they're there about the size of a Texas red ant. <laughs> Close, right? I've seen those. So, the, 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 the little ones. red yeah. velvet looking yeah, ones. Yeah, that, when I play you? golf, I'm like, am I going to die? This thing exactly bites me. Right. Like, you know. <laughs> Danielle, let me know if you can see this. But the uh, but basically, yeah, there's a tube that right. uh, that Kurt was talking about, and uh, inside the tube is a fluid. It's a dielectric, fluid, mm-hmm. non-toxic. It can if it yeah. leaks, it's, it's, it's biodegradable okay. dielectric fluid, yeah. which is the same stuff you would put in a transformer or something like that, mm-hmm. right? So it's the perfect uh, perfect atmosphere for electronics, right? It protects them, and uh, we have these little wires. You can see them inside here, and uh, we call them borditos because they're circuit boards <laughs> and they're little. But these little borditos are all connected together and every ten feet apart, and uh, and what happens is the dielectric fluid in here. When it's attached to the house, when the sensor goes down with the house, the pressure goes up. Mm-hmm. And the opposite, obviously, if the house goes up, the pressure goes down. And uh, so we can measure these incredibly precisely now because we account for temperature, we account for atmospheric pressure, we account for all of the things that might you know, make this hard to do. And most importantly, why our patents were allowed is this thing is anchored to the foundation, mm-hmm. right? It is measuring a position, right? Because the uh, one of the challenges that, that foundation repair companies have and use forensics, there's tools out there. You've seen them. They yep. And basically, they take readings all throughout that house, and that's great. It's perfect for forensics. It does an amazing job at seeing in a room where things are right are they flat the problem is that house was never flat to begin with and that's the problem like it even says in in all those manuals don't use this in the garage because the floor slopes right can't use it on a patio because the floor slopes right and there's all kinds of places where you have to make adjustments for carpet pad and or changes tile the flooring alone yeah and just without this without this the only way to do it is to 
physically go do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You you have it's almost like you have little people in your house every hour of the day measuring. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, and we do <clears throat> photo measurements of cracks in a wall assembly, and, and <laughs> yeah. but then we have to make sure every time we come back to take that same reference photo, it has to be the exact same. It's just so it's so inaccurate. Mm-hmm. And it really is more art right now than it is science. We have some numbers to try to justify the art, but it's an art mm-hmm. to determine if it, where you're deficient. Right. And one of, you know, one of the, uh, we all have our expertise and things like that, right? And, uh, you know, so I've, I worked in data science for a while. I was a consultant for a little while doing essentially uh, helping to, to generate artificial intelligence mm-hmm. uh, uh it's your fault. It's right? okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. That's, <laughs> it was it was a buzzword before it became a yeah. buzzword. It's yeah. definitely Chat GPT has changed all of that. It's a different world, right? But mm-hmm. it's basically you can the date. There are things in data sets that can't be easily seen when you're looking at the data once a year, mm-hmm. and it, that's just amplified when the data points that you're taking aren't in the exact same position. Whereas if you have the exact same reading same location happening every hour literally every hour right i can tell you the status of any of our foundations you know within an hour and um you know the the reality is when you have that volume of data you can see things in that data uh and you're always logging right so if another next when the next hurricane harvey comes along if you want to know hey is my foundation compromised you know, I'm I'm in Cabo. I got the hell out of Houston, you know, because I knew it was coming. Thank you, Senator. You and Ted yeah. Cruz. I like that. You didn't know you were going there, did you? My wife's in the uh, Bahamas right now. The, uh, that's funny. But you, for, as long as you have access to the Internet, you know how your foundation's doing, right? And uh, we have a customer, uh, American Standard. They... Um, if they they want to know how the foundations are doing, no big no big deal. We can look at it. We can look at the data, mm-hmm. and uh, so really it comes down to yeah, it's sensors, it's technology, but ultimately it's about data, and uh, that's where that's how things improve, right? You can't design the next. That's how we're involved in the Foundation Repair Association and uh, and other societies like that. If you want to make better foundations someday, you first have to be able to analyze the ones we're making today. Which is going to be so great if we fast forward like 15 years from now, right? Yeah. And all of the information that we believe we know about foundation movement is anecdotal at best. Academic, like yeah. we, we believe that we work in applied building science, not academic building science. And right now, all you have is academic information about foundation movements. But 15 years from now, and when we have like a billion of these out there, that is applied analytics that is the yeah. real situation and i can i would be so interesting to see and i feel bad for the person that's going to snow blind on, on analyzing this right <laughs> um what we even see as climate migration affects our our assemblies but like my client in wimberley i had i could tell him you can go hire a guy right now to evaluate your foundation he's going to use all these tools or we can apply slapshire and let's wait 18 months Yep, and that data will be more useful mm-hmm. than the evaluation tool they use today. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting you say that. We have resellers right now who uh, they buy these by the pallet, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's simple. Yeah, and and the the reality is is that they're the way that they sell foundation repairs is typically there's a six week lead time or so mm-hmm. lag uh, lag time from the time that the salesman's there saying yeah you got a problem we'll schedule the cruise we'll get it all that that scheduled. 
Um, but there is some time to be able to do an evaluation. Imagine the world you'd be in as a reseller to mm -hmm. say, you know what? What we have today is empirical data, observations, right? We can say, yeah, we see the cracks. It's painting a picture that I can interpret would be you need a certain number of peers. Well, what if you take a step back and say, you know what? We're going to install Slapshare. We're going to go monitor this thing, and we will get a finer touch, a yep. better handle on what's actually happening. Oh, and by the way, we're going to schedule you when there's less work being done by our crews so we can keep our crews working and all of that. It's a true win-win, right, for the homeowner and the reseller. And because the sensors are geo-identified, yeah. you know where the problem is versus guessing. Yes. Yeah. You know I, where it is. I love the... Let's acknowledge that you have a challenge. Let's gather the information and revisit this. And of course, the price point's going to be less than a full-on repair today, Absolutely. right? So you are baby stepping into this, but you're baby stepping in with good data. Mm -hmm. And then if they do this on a regular basis, they look up a year and a half from now, and they have all of this beautiful data maximized the spend, and that's going to be a better repair, and they'll be able to carry it forward. I mean, it's... Mm -hmm. Right. It's totally different. Yeah. I can. I would love to be in that room with you all when you're talking to the guys. Like I've been doing this for forty years, right? <laughs> like I want to be in, and and tell him, hey, these little bitty, um, you know, little bitty ants are telling us specifically what's going on in this mm -hmm. house. And that's you've never seen that kind of information. Sure. Yeah. Remember something you said prior on the resellers that are repairing the home, mm -hmm. and then having the sensors around the home after that it's not it's not only securing peace of mind that the rest of the home may not get to that point ever again of having a major repair but it is a huge integrity play for the reselling it is. company that company is going to have an additional sense of wow these guys are really great you I mean don't you want my house to break again the point it, of differentiation it's not about is, that it's yeah it's giant that i mean yeah. for for a for a industry that really the only point of differentiation is how colorful your ad and the mailer is <laughs> yeah. right that's huge yeah. that that's like everyone else in you mm -hmm. yeah. so and then now that you could fill up pretty fast right but if um i mean I, think about the guy that does not have a repair which we when we every time we interview our reselling uh, discovery calls if you will they're all pretty much agreeing that around, you know, 25, 30% of the homes that think they have a problem, they saw the weird crack and, oh, my God, what's happening? They don't need a repair yet. Mm -hmm. They may need one soon, but they don't need one yet. There's not enough evidence to prove it, but it does look weird. Um, I mean, just just imagine that company today being able to go, you know what? You, you might have something strange happening, but I don't have enough evidence. But if we put this here might cost a little bit here and there, very small amount of money compared to what a repair yeah. is. And that's going to secure that you don't get there. That's peace of mind. And right can there. you imagine the reputation of that company now going, man, these guys came out here. They could have just said nothing and said, we'll call you in three months, wink, wink, mm -hmm. because they know it's going to break. Think yeah. about the integrity that they're creating. Mm -hmm. going, wow. These guys are really cool. They're honest. They're true consultants. They're going to get their repairs. This is not going to go on every home in the whole country. We know that. But the trend is to create a win-win for everybody. You're going to have some great consultative approaches. 
You're going to earn some credibility. Mm. You're probably going to earn some more referrals. Call my brother. He has a problem. All these things become a win-win when you're doing it right. And the monitoring is probably going to reduce that ultimate repair. Worth It's worth its weight. It will pay for itself. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Before we get into yeah. retail, sale, mm-hmm. you know the, what it means to that transaction, I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me something that's 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 bad about this and trying to find it. Um, I, I can imagine probably when you have a giant piece of driveway right up against a slab, right? That might be a challenge because how do you fix that? Yeah. You may have to go above ground for that. You just stop it. You just, just stop. stop it. You literally right. just you stop it. If you, if you see a sidewalk, you go underneath it. Got that's it. not a problem. If you have a really big slab or a deck or something, we have two strings on a typical home. Mm-hmm. So it's very customizable where you want it. Hey, let's start it where the driveway begins, wrap around that side of the house, Let's go to the other half of the driveway and wrap around the other side. And now we got three quarters of the home measured. I wish I could wrap my pool with it. I wish I could go around yeah. the, the, the top 18 inches of the gunite <laughs> and tell me if something's happening. <laughs> yeah, right. you do a lot of pools. Uh, yeah, we do a lot at, yeah. of pool mysteries. If in, it's moving, we can measure it, right? Yeah. So the problem is when it gets covered up, right? Yeah. And uh, it, and I say problem, It let's say that you have a, a big pool deck along the back of, of your home, yeah. right? Kurt lives in a amazing home lakefront it's gorgeous nice giant pad on the yeah. oh, come right? on come on come on it's right. <laughs> i'll see it next month at <laughs> yeah but in, in, in his example he has to make a decision right do i want to have a tube in the conduit showing across the top of the deck or you could stick it inside the little drains that they put you know the mm-hmm. little plastic drains with the slots in it no you've seen those yeah. right we fit right inside that if you wanted to yeah. right or you could simply say you know what we're better off having 70% of the house measured and just simply yes. leave it at that. Yeah. And that's what I would do. If yeah. it were my, it, Everybody's yeah. different, right? Everybody's got their own opinion. It depends on how much you've been bitten by foundation movement. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, if, it, and if it is moving where you don't have the tube, the other ends, like a scale, mm-hmm. will show some evidence. It's, yeah. it's never a single point of movement. It's always exactly. two points. There's a, yeah. I mean, and, unless someone can figure out how to change lateral force, they we're going to have that deserve <laughs> someplace else. That's it. And so the, in, in that particular case, what you would have is you'd have one of these cellular computers with the tube wrapping yeah. around every 10 feet. We're measuring. If you're right at a corner, pull it back a bit. No yeah. big deal, right? Yeah. And then when you get to the end, you cut the tube off. It literally is cut the tube off, cut through the wires, cap the fluid. It comes in the kit. And or cap the tube, and the fluid stays inside, and that's it. It's done. It's very yeah. very simple. The uh, that that giant home that um, that um, Kurt was talking about was yeah, it's like six thousand square feet or something like that, and just single story. Um, I guess there is a second story, but it's it's a gigantic yeah. house, right? And it's big horse area in the back and big pool, but that whole thing two and a half hours, right? Start to finish. That's crazy. Uh, that's that's yeah. you could technically install three houses a day i mean at least they, they were yeah. saying by the time if they got good at it that's not yeah. everything there's a couple other details but they were doing training videos and stuff yeah. all yeah. of that trench was much bigger than what it needed to be so they could see the tube sure. photos and yeah. video and things like that but the reality is their conclusion was you know we can knock these things out right and they, these crews are they're like they're totally professionals well, at what is, they do and they're like, this is really an easier install than they've done 
uh, than our foundation repair. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, this is an yeah. easy, yeah. this is yeah, light yeah, yeah. light duty yeah. by comparison to normal yeah. day for them. Yeah, yeah. The, and we, we see this typically. It's typically the same crew that would be used for, like, a poly job. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just do that injection molding. Say, you know what? Mm, those are quick jobs. We've got a small crew. We just knock those out. And you knock them out when you need to. Yeah. So we, uh, We've talked about doing this on, on older homes or existing homes, right? But yeah. is there an application for installing these on a new home when it's built? Absolutely. You, you could, yeah. I mean, before we used to go literally within the rebar, and that was really cumbersome, though. It was a lot of complications, a lot of political stuff with architects and engineers. Oh, what are you doing in my plans? This isn't going to happen. No. It was like, ugh. So it could be done mm-hmm. if they really want it, have all the veins of the of the home measured technically without just the perimeter but generally speaking as soon as the home is poured you can then wrap this thing around it right away yes yeah i was thinking if you could do this from the very beginning you're setting a true baseline for Mm -hmm. the house at that point right Mm -hmm. yeah and and the magic is and this is one of the things that uh that's just changed right the our very first job we we did here in uh hedwig village city inspector comes out and says, what are you doing? Well, what's this pooping doing inside of my beams? I'm shutting this thing down. It's like, hold on. We're not putting plumbing inside here. We're measuring foundations. Yeah. And it's like, what? You know, we, we had a great conversation and he, he allowed it all, but we've always had that challenge between, all right, it's run on power, right? So the foundation's poured and you're starting to build a house. There's still no power per se. And there's no house to attach the unit to. Well, we've solved that now. Now, the moment that the foundation is poured, which beautifully, because the soil is nice and soft, right? They've just done all that form work. Attach it on the way outside. You put it on a temporary post. It's now battery operated. Yeah. So being battery operated has changed everything. And Mm -hmm. then it's just, okay, when the time comes to take it off that temporary post and put that computer on the side of the house, okay, reset your baseline, record it in the database. Hey, all the numbers jumped. Here's why. Um, and it's good, it, but what that allows us to do is to mo- to monitor what's going on during construction. We did a, um, a house for one of our first custom builders that we worked with, uh, repeat customer, which we love. And then, yeah. uh, you know, they came out and uh, they they loved the stonework. The husband and wife loved the stonework on the outside of this house. I couldn't stand it. It was not my thing, but they loved it, right? And so they they asked the builder who we've gotten to know and said, uh, you know, whether or not they could put a, um, a stone fence around the outside of the, the property. And they did. The guy was great at stonework, but didn't know anything about, you know, water maintenance and things like that. So there were no weep holes, right? So the water went in, but didn't leave the property, <laughs> right? And so this house turned into a, just basically an island like a surrounded by a water. Moat, yeah. A yeah. moat, you know? A moat. And uh, so we had an agreement and said, all right, we'll do our baseline readings because we were, we had a, we had a, a sensor, I'm not going to bore you with sharing yeah. that history, right? But we, we measured inside the house and said, no big deal. The house is under, underwater essentially or damn near, right? We can go out and do the readings again. And you talked about peace of mind. Imagine the peace of mind when the builder and the homeowner and the, the contractor who did the, the foundation knew that the foundation was absolutely rock solid. Mm -hmm. That foundation over three months moved 0.001 inches on average. Yep. That, that, that piece that says, all right, we're moving forward, right? I understand we're concerned about it. We're going to take care of the weep holes. We'll fix that for you. We'll send you that bill. But this construction project is moving ahead. Mm -hmm. 
right? And uh, the same thing. We have high-end custom home that had a just a big vertical crack in it. It's like a year old. Like, what's going on? That shouldn't happen, right? Study the house. Confirm that it isn't moving or isn't moving anymore. Settling happens. Yep. Cracks happen. Cracks happen, yeah. right? Yeah. That's just, that's the real yep. world. It, there's no way to build crackless concrete. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't exactly. exist. Exactly. Yeah. And so let's live in the real world, right? And yeah. said, look, yes, a crack <clears throat> happened, but we also have concrete data, period, yeah. <laughs> right, that says that it ain't moving anymore. Mm-hmm. So now peace of mind again that says, all right, We'll fix the crack. We'll take care of that. It's cosmetic, and it's only cosmetic. It's not going to happen again. But we have the data to show that it's only cosmetic. Otherwise, it always looks like you're trying to get Mm -hmm. out of a warranty. Exactly. Yes. It's also important to say that, like, all foundations are going to move to some extent. There, there's no such thing as a foundation or some soil that's not going it, to, it's always going to have some movement. So it's right. also being able to show a pattern that says, look, every single, well, that's, every single summer it's going to do this. Every single winter it's going to do this. This right. is a normal and that's why modulation. I want this data like at year three because now yeah. all mm-hmm. of these things that I are empirically, I tell people and I will have I will literally have the data based off of, I could even zero in on, I could go to you and say, hey, I have this case in this part of Houston, and you could pull up the empirical data and go, yes, the average movement of a slab that age is this, and you're within range. Right. It's no exactly. more guesswork. Yeah. That's right. So it's going to be huge for forensics, it's going to be huge for legal cases, right? And the reality of what how a, a slab performs is technically not known. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. no one, no one goes out yeah. and tests it, and, and you can you slice did. this data. I mean, you can oh, you yeah. can say between January of twenty two to December twenty three, how'd my house do yep. with all the freeze and the drought, and and you can see the pattern of behavior. Yeah, your house performed pretty nicely here. Another home yeah. may be all over yep. the place, and it needs help. And if I was a concrete manufacturer, if I built, I I provided steel, if I provided post tension cables. I will be hungry for this because you'll be able to then go, okay, well, all my post-tension cable slabs were from this age to this age with this slump ratio of concrete and all this kind of stuff. That's how that performs. But you could modify your product this way. Right. So they have no, I mean, I'm sure I know there's labs that try to try to recreate these situations. Sure. But every no, time there you're, are. you're yeah. trying, yeah, yeah there and then are. I, and then I think about the, you know, we're talking about some of the new, new home technology, mm-hmm. how this would be such a great asset too. But the, the the 30 40 50 year old homes that's a big, that's a big deal that's a, that's another wave of of the market of oh i love the older homes and you know the old you know wood floors mm-hmm. and all this and that you know they just don't build them like they used to you know those kind <laughs> yeah, of things I know that. there's yeah. going gonna to be that that client right <laughs> but this one of the spouses or somebody's going to go yeah but the foundation's going to be a problem i bet this is a 40-year-old home, blah, blah, blah. You know, well, it hadn't happened yet, but it's going to happen yeah. now. The odds are in our favor. It's going to happen. This prevents that. If you're going to whip out a few hundred grand or more for yep. a home like that, why not whip out maybe a couple of more and get this whole thing in Or there? if I was selling you know? it, I would get that. Hey, you know what? No problem. We'll go ahead and pay for the slab show to be installed, and you guys will at least know, right? No more yep. guesswork. Yep. Not what you think or what I think. This is what the reality is. That's and it. if they had already had it repaired, you know, two years ago, it'd already be there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. information is, is power, guesswork. I spend sure. so much time talking people off the cliff um, with this. So, I mean, I think it's pretty clear how my group will be utilized, has already been utilizing this. Mm-hmm. So it's really just, so the network of people that install it, the, the resellers, 
I'm, is it, are you all at the point now that I can pretty much say every major city in Texas has a reseller and then New Jersey or where, where are we at with that? Yeah. It, so we, yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say it, it's scattered right okay. now. I mean, we have someone in Montana, someone in that mid Atlantic, uh, you know, we have a, I think we have a Dallas one now. Mm-hmm. We have three, four in the greater Houston oh, area. Then done. Oh, I don't care about everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we even have somebody, in, we already, we even have someone in New Zealand, believe it or really? not. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh. So we, we didn't yeah. market New Zealand. They found us at World of Concrete. Yeah. And this guy's not a repair company. He's just a uh, a reseller of multiple home products, if yeah. you will. Hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's already getting it going slowly but surely. And we're like, and we're not spending tons of time with him, to be frank. We want to take care of our home city first. Yeah. And, we, you know, people like Atlas and other people like that are, are a, a huge win for us. And, and for, you know, hopefully we are for them. But the, uh, but yeah, I mean, people are, we can do this all over the world. Yeah. Uh, if we, if, it, in other words, if it can be measured, we can do it. Sure. Um, we've, we've definitely gotten our stride, mm-hmm. right? When we were trying to sell to individual homeowners, it's a difficult sell. Yeah. Right? Because you have to explain everything and that, you know, ultimately we're selling peace of mind, right? Mm-hmm. And so a foundation repair company, that's that's the model for our reseller, right? That's the typical model. Mm-hmm. They also sell peace of mind, right? Yeah. But you you that peace of mind that says, all right, Atlas was here today. Great. That's fantastic. But what the ownership there recognized was that, you know, that's today. We sell peace of mind every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. Right. If you want to know that the foundation was repaired and is still doing okay. You're going to look at that app on the phone and say, my status is green. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the peace of mind. And the only way you know is to know, right? Yep. You can't look at your car in the parking lot and say, yeah, everything's fine. Check engine's light not on. You have to turn the darn thing on and has to d- analyze the yeah. data and, and then it, you know. And I love the fact that they don't have to have the app on their phone. If something goes wrong, they will receive a notification through a couple different ways, email. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They don't have to keep that one app that they may never And, and even on. if they don't want to look and they turn off, then they're one of those. I have some friends that have yeah. like 300 unread red texts. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you, I'm not calling you during an emergency. <laughs> But it, it's out there, right? Yeah, it's with their amazing. Phone and it's like all these little bubbles on their phone. It's yeah. like, just like clear, clear <laughs> the Do you just want to throw your phone in the ocean? I mean, go ahead. But but that's where this proactiveness from the reseller yeah. is so valuable that yeah. you can you can be completely disconnected, but someone's still going to call you and go, hey, Mr. Smith, you, you need us to come by. Just like the story I told when we were getting ready for this conversation. I was on vacation. I was not paying attention to my home because I'm on vacation. And my AC system is monitored. My mm-hmm. AC contractor contacted me and said, hey, by the way, we're at your house. We're fixing your frozen coil. Yeah, that's I amazing. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't have to. I did not come home to a hot house or a flood or mm-hmm. a problem. Done. I love that. And that it's really simple to happen. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen in the background. And the foundation provider would be able to just tell you, hey, by the way, we're, we're coming over. We, we, we see something, we're going to get it figured out for you. Don't worry about it. Right. That is, yeah. That, yeah. I think that's more powerful than the app, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think oh, the yeah. app is there for people who want to, and normally they'll be they'll right. be involved, and then it'll kind of fade away, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The anomaly yeah. will wear off, but it's, yeah. it's it's really, or the honeymoon, I should say, but yeah. the, the thing that's really important, and, and for the resellers out there, don't worry. Your homeowner is not going to see that your house moved 0.02 inches and they're going to call you. Hey, what's going on with my house? That's only they're Adrian. Just, they're just, it only, <laughs> but they're only going to see the engineers. <laughs> they're not going to see data. They're not going to see the yeah. data. No yeah. different yeah. than when the check engine light comes on on your car. Yeah. You're not seeing all the measurements of the oil pressuring and this and that. You're just oh. going to call the mechanic. Yeah. I have a check engine light. So they're just going to see green, yellow, red. 
Yep. Red means this is not good. Yellow means you're getting to where this is not good, but you're still okay, right? It's like your blood pressure is kind of getting higher than yep. normal. We need to go check you out. Make sure you're fine. Yeah, I've got some, so. some engineer clients who would be every night before bedtime, hey, Hey Curtis, my foundation moved point zero 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 one last night. Yeah. Can you please send somebody else more? And like, for that reason, bro, no. I don't want that guy. Yeah, That's it, right. It's so, funny. Yeah, I was going to say the, re, the uh, we just talked to a reseller uh, potential uh, customer this morning in your parking lot, and he was like, "Am I going to get a bunch of people calling me?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no." I said yellow is not normal. Yellow is once in a blue moon. Most foundations are going to hold their own for a while, and you're going to all of a sudden have this boop. I got a hundred installs. One of them's yellow yeah. today. I need to go check them they out. They should be excited about that because it is likely it is not related to the repair they did. It's related to the rest of the repairs that are impending still. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we all say that. They all say that yeah. when in in the in most contractual um, foundation repairs, it says that it is likely that if you've had one repair, you will have another repair in the future. Mm-hmm. It is likely. So I would be excited. About, like I would look at my board and go. Do we have any yellows today? Oh, we got 15 yellows. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. It's going to be a yeah. good week. Right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, and, and it's funny you say that. The uh, last year was a good year in the foundation repair business, right? Because yeah. it was a dry year. Well, this year, they're, they're rocking as well, right? Yep. And we that just goes to show that we are affected by things that are absolutely unrelated to the design, right? Mm-hmm. We're sitting on soil. The soil expands and contracts. It moves up. It moves down. That's just the real world. Yep. Right? And so you just, yeah, if you want to put your head in the sand and say, you know what, yeah, it's going to move. I can, nothing I can do about it. Rally is, you can't. Yeah, that's why insulators and HVAC contractors and foundation builders all have the hardest job because they are the intersection between the controlled indoor environment and the uncontrolled outdoor environment. Correct. Mm-hmm. They will see the majority of opportunities or challenges, but most of them are outside of their control anyways. Yeah. Um, versus that's why being a countertop guy is pretty good, right? You saw yeah. that stuff one time. See you later. Yeah. I'll have to monitor that countertop. That's right. Yeah. So. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if, if people are, are interested in Slabshire, if they're listening, again, you, you guys are selling through resellers. You're not right. selling yeah. direct, direct public. But if right. they wanted to see, check the, avail- the availability of your product in their area, I think I saw on your website you've got a, a form where they can go on there and, 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 and yeah. get information about dealers. And, and we'll refer yeah. them to our reselling partners. So we okay. won't sell anything directly. So this is good for the homeowners to know that you do have somebody. And even if you're somebody in a city or state we're not in yet, we'll have – someone close to them that's in maybe two cities away to sell them the slab shirt product yeah and they'll install it and do this and that so yeah um so we'll definitely make sure that happens i mean here in houston it's really easy uh we i guess we could announce our our newest partner level yeah right? yeah, yeah. By all so, level yeah. Check. so yeah. Level, level check uh is also in the in the game now so we're very excited to have them as well uh so there's some very reputable great companies and like i said we're we're very conscious we we're not going to just let anybody be our reselling partner yeah it's exciting to have more partners that want to do it but they gotta you know they gotta have a good reputation they gotta have you know good history and things like that that's very important yeah so one thing i'll say is here in houston you know there's there's the big players you know you mentioned atlas level check those kind of guys who are legit companies have been around for a long time they have a history right um as a you know, I have a real estate license. I used to do a lot, a lot more real estate sales. And, and what I would see was people would, would get the quote from 
Atlas or level check and it's like $20,000 and they'd be like, Oh my God, it's way too much money. Let's find the, let's find, let's find <laughs> Chuck in the truck foundation repair. Who's going to be $10,000. Uh, that guy is, is all about the one-time sale in and out. You know, these guys that you, that you guys are working with, again, these are established companies who are going to monitor it. They're going to be there to support the sale they just made, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Chuck and the truck foundation repairs is going to be gone next year. Oh, yeah. And his warranty is not worth the, the paper it's written. on. No, I mean, I, I had right. a, I had a neighbor that, that, uh, and I won't name any names. Not, wasn't you, Adrian, don't worry. But, uh, <laughs> but they, they, they got a pool, a very expensive pool with all kinds of contraptions and little waterfalls and stuff. And, and a lot of people didn't want to do it or they didn't hire them because it was going to be really more expensive than expected. And they did go to something that was a little less expensive, and now they have all kinds of problems and lawsuits and the things leaking and think the pumps not working. Wow. And within just a year or two, and it's it's a bad bad situation. I, I appreciate the referral to your neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. If it comes up, I'll let him know. But it's it's maybe you should it's, come it's, to Pope right. Right. You know, it, it's it's so elementary. We've been knowing this since we were kids. You yeah. get what you pay for. It's shocking, isn't it? It's, it's just crazy. so. I mean, there's a reason why expensive restaurants have better food. There's a reason why an expensive car lasts longer. Your home again, back to. Why don't we have chickens? It's amazing that we're the first ones doing this, that there's not a warning flag for the most expensive purchase you'll ever make. And there's never been an option except for taking the guy's word for it. Now there is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about having the the chuck in a truck, right? This is an unregulated industry. Mm -hmm. Foundation repairs are unregulated. And that's the beauty of (laughs) – and ultimately that's why we, we never thought we would find our people in the foundation repair business, but they are clam. I mean, they're, they're, Craig is, uh, is one of our, uh, uh, a sales hunter. It's like, it's unbelievable the hit rate, right. In terms of people who really do want to do a good job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, you get a bad reputation because guilty by association, right. There's so many horror stories you hear out there and we thought that that can't be the market for us, but it is. I was chuckling because like uh, I, 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 I've seen foundation guys walk out with a eight foot level, put it on the slab and that's how they evaluate yeah. the foundation. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so there's that right. Versus the guys who are using slab. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. I had a homer drop such marbles a big... on a slab for me the other day. I was like, great. Thank you. This is what we're doing. You're dropping marbles on the, that's... <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause like, they see real... videos of it's... that. Yeah. I right? know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh. I, I've seen videos as well. It's like, Oh, usually it's a golf ball or a tennis yeah. ball or something like that. Yeah. If it rolls. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. But you know, I, I, it's <laughs> funny you say that. My uh, we we built our house. I guess uh, uh, 2014. That's yeah. The year I got my MBA. The uh, and uh, 2014 we uh, we were out there. My kids are all walking around this foundation, and uh, they they did the same thing. They yeah. wanted to see will yeah. it roll, and it rolled. Right. It's going Brand, to roll. It's going to roll. <laughs> right. And that's that was the uh, that was the challenge. Actually, this wire patents were allowed. Right. Yeah. We realized that that surface. That every foundation repair company, every forensics guy, everybody and the builder is relying on isn't flat. Mm-hmm. It would be an absolute miracle if it was, right? Mm-hmm. That concrete came out of a tube and it makes a cone and you got to work it and work it and work it. To and humans it. were, were and flattening people, it by hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's raining. Sorry, real rain. A lot of rain's coming. I got to cover it up before the rain. 
That's as far as I can go, right? You're measuring something that isn't flat and making judgment calls on whether it should be flat. And pouring it onto something that's not flat. Oh, yeah, right? like this, yeah, Tell yeah, me yeah. where the flat begins. Yeah, and yeah, I would, be amazing. this is actually a great segue to back to the install part. After you install that belt or tube around mm-hmm. the house, it doesn't have to be perfectly level. It just needs, you know, just reasonably, because as soon as we flip the switch, it's a zero baseline. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, every sensor is it, it, its, its own baseline. Own baseline. baseline. That's exactly yeah. right. Which yeah. which is yeah. redundancy in evaluation. So we're not in. It's not like a Christmas light where one goes out, the others all go out. That's They're right. All independent of each other. Which and is what makes right. like traditional foundation uh, evaluations difficult because you have to select a data point mm-hmm. that's going to be your zero inside the house, yep. and then you're taking negatives and pluses from from around that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. And you have to be able to find it. Yeah. Next year, when you do it again, mm-hmm. yeah, and now yeah, where was that zero? Where was that zero? <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, it was under the uh, the can light. Yeah, the can light here. So this is awesome. So <laughs> someone who's interested in this can get on your website. They can find a provider, and those providers are only growing every single day. Right. Yeah. Um, they can night. They can either say, "I have, I think, I believe I have a problem," get it installed, and know empirically if they have a problem, mm-hmm. or they can say, "I'm about to do a repair. Let's do the repair, and then monitor going forward." That's or right. Or they're building a new house, and they say, "I want to know going forward. I need to find when I'm not doing this, other than I just don't want to know." Right? Like the ostriches don't want to know this. Right. Right. But everybody I, else. Yeah. And you took the words out of my mouth. I always, I always say this when I'm talking about this to a lot of people, and I'm like, you know, I always wonder. Once people are educated about this, why wouldn't you want this? Yeah. Why would somebody say, no, I don't want to know. You don't want to know when your house might have a major cost problem, like stressful problem. And oh my gosh, I got it. You don't want to know that. Do you want me to take the check engine light out of your car? Yeah. You want to wait till the engine cracks or you just want to know when you have an oil leak? Like, so it, it just... I don't know why they wouldn't want it, yeah. especially if they're concerned and they're calling repair companies saying, hey, I think I got an issue here. Right. I, I had a uh, – we were at a trade show when we were still selling to consumers, right? And somebody said, oh, no, I, I don't have a problem at all. If there's a foundation issue, I'm just moving. Like, <laughs> so, so what does that cost you? Right? Yeah. What did you give away in equity? Yeah. yeah. Right? No, you, you think about that You just mortgage. float the cracks and move. You, yeah. you yeah. just float you know it, what? paint it, and get yeah. out the, the door. The five years of mortgage, which are all interest – what did you really pay, yeah. right? Either that guy was joking oh. or he's worth gajillions <laughs> of dollars. Yeah, 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 it could well, be, right? You know, before, as we start to wrap up here, I wanted to say, Adrian, I really appreciate you've always kept me in the loop. You and I have had really awesome conversations over the year, yeah. years. I've been really excited to see how this is organically developed. And I mean, really listening to your customers mm-hmm. was, yeah. was the key here, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you all have this product, and it is a service. It's a product from a, ser- a service from a product that didn't exist before that is super relevant that we, in terms of new technologies related to the home, we don't really see that many very often. Maybe yeah. one every decade or so. Mm-hmm. This is this is in that range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you all should be very proud of what you've done so far we're going to be big supporters of you. Always have been, thank right? You, thank yeah, you. no, thank um, you, Tony. So yeah. we really appreciate you guys coming on, yeah. explaining this. It's it is an educative sale, yeah. And this hopefully yeah. this is an educative podcast, sure. So yeah. um, yeah, we'll make and, sure. and slabshare.com is, is a website. Very simple. I was just about to ask you to pimp and to, there's, you'll get to yeah, visualize what it looks yeah. like. There's there's always going to be improvements to make it even better. I mean, we're actually yeah. on on new generations, and why do we do it? Make it a little bit less expensive. 
make it easier to install. Yep. No more electricians needed because it's not going to be battery operated. I mean, hey, I mean, no electrician. That's that's already a huge improvement. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. <laughs> that was huge. We, no, we, we did listen to the customer. Trust me. They're like, yeah, you mean yeah. I have to have an electrician? What? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so it's really great. Yeah. And, and I will say this. Uh, I know we haven't talked about pricing and things like that. We don't want to be too too definitive on that. I can assure you that all the competitors that are, well, not competitors, but all the resellers that may be competing, that maybe still have Slabshire to sell you, are going to be reasonably in the same ballpark. I can tell you right now that once they install it, you know, there is a monitoring fee for it, but it's no different than what people are paying for iTunes music or Netflix. and stuff. I mean, it's going to be probably 30 plus something dollars a month of that nature. But that peace of mind, I mean, think about what people are paying for ADT security. Mm-hmm. They're probably paying 30 to 50 bucks a month to make sure they don't get broken into. This is to make sure your house does not become a catastrophic cost. Correct. And even if they yeah. turned off the monitoring, the next owner can always turn it back on. That's right. right. They can and, become and a new the, customer. D- yes. Yeah. And and you can. So I think that that's that's a good play. It's available. But, you know, good information is not free. Mm-hmm. So it no, should, it's not, it should no, have a cost not, with right. associated. Yeah. Yeah. With and and it, it won't be dramatically different. I mean, if somebody's quoting a few thousand dollars for a repair job. And it's inclusive with that. I don't think you're going to feel it that much. No, to be frank, and I can imagine most repairs would come with two years. Hey, we're going to go ahead and cover your two years of monitoring, right? Like that's a, up to the reseller. Yeah, really, I, right? that's yeah. totally I different would market. Do. I would boom. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it comes down to how they want to market, and that, yeah. that's the beauty of the reseller model. Yeah. We have our arrangement with the resellers, and the resellers can pick the market. Right, yep. the market yeah. in Houston is going to be totally different, or Wembley is totally yeah. different than it is in San Diego. Right. Sure. Right. And uh, and and they should have that that freedom. Right? Yeah, I mean, just like the, the beer distributor, you know, yep. you can go to the Astros game and pay fifteen dollars for a beer, yeah. or you can go to a restaurant and pay two. That's right. <laughs> so, well, guys, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, thank yeah. you all for joining us, uh, Kurt and Adrian. Uh, uh, appreciate you guys being here. No, absolutely. Yeah. You guys are great. Thank you so much for the time, and uh, it's amazing how quick time does fly. <laughs> but. We wow, made yeah. we made monitoring foundations actually a pretty easy conversation for two hours. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and thank you all, all you guys for listening to the Your Project Shepherd podcast. We will see you next time. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. If you found us helpful and enjoyed listening, please support us by liking and subscribing here on your podcast platform and also join us on our YouTube channel. We want to continue to bring you high quality content and expert guests, and your support truly helps us to continue this journey. If you have any questions for me or my guests or any feedback for us, you can email us at podcast at yourprojectshepherd.com. Thanks again.